Hi, my name is Ken Dario. And I'm Cinco Paul. We are screenwriters. We've written movies like Despicable Me 1, 2, and 3. Uh, the Lorax. Secret Life of Pets. Horton Hears a Who. Santa Claus 2, among others. Others as well. And we not only write movies, but we love movies. We enjoy movies. Who doesn't like movies? And so we've created a podcast in which we make each other watch movies we've never seen. And guess what we call it? Make, make him watch it. Make him watch it. Make him watch it. There's lots of movies Ken hasn't seen. Some Cinco hasn't seen too. So now that it's 2019, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make him watch it for a podcast. We can't wait to make him watch it. With Cinco and Ken. Hey, we're back and welcome to season two. Of Make Him Watch We it. made a whole season of shows, didn't we? And we're coming back for more. More. Bigger. Better. Bolder. <laughs> brassier. Sure. And um, I've got an amazing movie to start off. Oh, good. Because I have a great one for you, too. You do? Oh, are you kidding? Okay, we'll see. All right, why don't you tell me what, tell, what, what are we doing? What are we doing this week? I am going to make you watch a movie called Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I can hear the gasps. How has Ken not seen yeah. this movie? How is Ken a writer in comedy and yet he has not seen this movie? That's insane. That, That's crazy. I will admit that is insane. Now, I have heard so many people do all of these, right. all the scenes. I've heard so much of it Yes. that I'm a little worried that... I missed the boat on it, and you know now I'm gonna. Yeah, you may have missed the boat. So, I will say that I have been a huge Monty Python fan since I was in middle school. You know, back in the day, and that's when I first saw this movie, and I watched all their shows, and and uh, but I was never one of those people who would like go into like the, quote the do the, the whole scene. Yeah, do the whole knights right. who say knee or it's, whatever. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> right, right. I, I would, I would never do that. Those people annoyed. The heck out of well, me. Well, good, because they annoyed me, too, and kind of brought me to a place where it's like, well, I don't want to watch your stupid movie, right? Yeah. I was a little bitter. But it is nonetheless not only a cult classic, but it is a great movie. Okay. It is a great comedy. I feel it really holds up. I think you'll enjoy it, but are you a Monty Python fan? No. Not really, because if you have, have you seen any Monty Python? No. You've seen nothing? Not a one. Okay. Well, I'm glad I'm going to... Now make you watch. I am excited. Finally, Monty Python, The Holy Grail. It's about time that I see this movie. So what are you going to make me watch, Dario? Well, you're in for a treat. Because <laughs> am I? I am going to make you watch the 1991 classic. <laughs> okay. What? You, you don't seem... There are classics from 1991, yeah, I are. guess. What? What is it? Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is this the Costner movie? This is, yes, this is the Costner movie. Okay. It's <laughs> Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. You got Kevin Costner. You got Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. You got Christian right. Slater. She's and one of the all time great Alan Rickman performances. Oh, he's the sheriff, right? Yeah. And he is awesome. Who's Christian Slater? Yeah, it's, I don't know. <laughs> Just, just watch the movie and we'll talk about it. But I know, yeah, I know. Here's what I know about Robin Hood. 
the promos looked really cool. Like you're great, following an arrow. There's the a arrow shot, shot where you yes. follow an arrow. I know there was controversy that Costner's accent, British accent, and as we sort of explored, pops in and out. As we explored with Far and Away last season, yes. I don't have a problem with that. Do yeah. the accent, don't do the accent, whatever. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Okay, so, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves and is the name of this. I feel like we're in a similar zone with our movies They're oh very, we are yeah. yes that's true we're both in like these medieval uh, yes yeah, there's gonna yeah. be bows and arrows and fighting and there will be this is great i'm excited yeah I so you am. know what we should do now let's make, make him watch it make him watch it make him watch it we can't wait to make him watch it we're back we have watched the movies i watched my movie i watched mine all right all well, two and a half hours of it thanks yeah, ken i gave you i gave you a lot of entertainment yeah, yeah yeah you sure did <laughs> well let's dive into it okay cinco what'd you think robin hood prince of thieves well you've done it ken you actually did it i after seeing this movie i really appreciate far and away <laughs> I really, I mean, I, I, several times I had the thought like, wow, I guess far, man, I wish I could be watching Far and Away oh, instead of this. Oh, Cinco. Ken, Look, come on. We're not comparing, let's just start this off by saying this. We're not comparing movies, although it was crazy how similar our movies were. Well, and like, set in the same world. Set in the time same period, world, yes. like they could have been happening at the same time. Yes, yes. But you did not like it. Oh my God. Gosh, are you kidding me? Now with I'm, this, I was watching the movie. I was rewatching the movie, yes. and I was realizing like how much you're gonna hate this. Yes, were you? I was, but it made me sad because is and I was I was rewatching it and feeling like yeah, no, it's not great. It's not, <laughs> but it's f- certainly fun. It's a Robin Hood adventure. All right, let's just get into it. Okay, here I'll, I'll I'm gonna focus on the positive first. There you go. Uh, Alan Rickman was fantastic. He's fantastic, but it's so funny because I mean, he's amazing and I love him in everything. Yes. And I don't think I've ever seen him in a movie where I've not thought he was incredible. Right. Right. Whether it's, it, it's something like Truly Madly Deeply where he does it's romantic comedy or Sense and Sensibility. Yes. He or, is the best. Yeah. Whatever. He's, he never lets down. And then all the Harry down. Potter movies, as Snape, he's incredible. What? And he's, he was so interesting in this <laughs> and fun to watch but he did feel like he was in a different movie he didn't he to you like especially there's that line like i'm gonna cut your heart out with, with a, a spoon, spoon. <laughs> i'm gonna cut your heart out with a spoon <laughs> and i thought like what where did that come from why a spoon cousin why not a because it's dull, you twit. It'll hurt more. So I did a little research. Ah. And so apparently they offered the role to him once, and he said no. Right. They offered it to him again. He said no. They offered it to him a third time, and he said, I'll do it, but you have to let me have carte blanche. <laughs> do whatever the character I, that yeah, I want. Do whatever you, I get to do whatever I want with the role. And they said, Okay. <laughs> And he, they were right to do that. I loved it. It was so fun to watch. Yeah, it felt like a slightly different movie, but also it didn't. There's a lot of comedy. Like, there's there's a lot of lightness. Don't roll your eyes. <laughs> there's a lot of lightness and a lot of fun moments in this movie. And he totally set a cool tone for that. 
Like, I just love how flaily he was. And he was oh, always yeah. like flailing around. And, and there's that scene where he's storming out, but his his cape gets caught on something. Yeah, and just yeah. rips as he goes out. It's and like, he's canceling Christmas yeah. is a line. <laughs> yeah. And so, yes, Alan Rickman was great as the Sheriff of Nottingham, right? He's the he heavy. He's the villain. He was he was really great, very compelling, fun to watch, and then just like horrific at the end when he's just gonna like oh yeah marry her and rape her right yes, it there. Was terrible. It's terrible. Like, it's it's horrific, and he's got his mom is a witch. Yeah, he has a great line where he says like at some point I'll I'll tell you about my parents, right, right, and my upbringing, which I think to me that's all Rickman because for me the rest of the screenplay was very all right kind of flatlined but this was interesting and had teeth to it and had something so he was fun kudos to, to alan rickman kudos to rickman and then kudos to morgan freeman right so that's a great character. i really like him that's a and, fun character. Uh, he's playing the moor right and so he's very wise yes and um, opening the eyes of the you know the 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 christians who don't really understand the world right 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 he's a very devout a devout muslim and uh, he just Brought this dignity to it, but also sort of a like a knowing I sense loved, of humor. To I loved him. that whole thing because I thought it was really interesting. Because the idea of Robin Hood is so, you know, it's so Anglophile. You know, in, that's the center of the universe. Yeah, and that point of view is the center of the universe. And obviously, they're pointing out the flaws of the government and all that. But it was cool that they expanded it to sort of like a worldview and like, oh. We all don't know everything. And it was cool to watch him change all the different characters throughout, right? To watch Morgan Freeman, like, sort of, you know, change the minds of the people right. who thought the he was old a savage. Duncan right. who's blind who doesn't realize he's black. Right. 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 And then he sort of opens his eyes in that way. And, and he's letting people know because they, they think of him as sort of a Friar savage Tuck. and a barbarian. Friar Tuck was very anti him and thought oh, he was a yeah. savage. But then... He delivers, he the, delivers baby, the baby, a Caesarian, right? of all things, because he's seen it done by a, with a horse many times. <laughs> and um, yeah, it, and it was also interesting that the movie starts off in Jerusalem. Yeah, right, which is something unexpected. You weren't expecting that. You weren't expecting that. There were several beats early on, which like let's throw him for a loop. Right, this is the Robin Hood you've oh, never seen. Don't roll, don't don't try, what? don't play the part of the <laughs> filmmakers who think they're so great. <laughs> because maybe they were just trying to make a good movie that people would go and have fun. Maybe they were. Yeah. They were trying. I did. I went and had fun. They tried. I'll say one more thing I liked. There's a, a scene where like two of the merry men are robbing uh, Maid Marian. And one of them is Jack Lord. Ah. Uh -huh. Who was the actor who played Artful Dodger and Oliver and oh, also I did not Jimmy know that. and H.R. Puffin oh, stuff? Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. I missed that. And it was Jack Lord. It was like, I don't think he's been in much <laughs> since H.R. Puffin stuff. And so it was so funny to, to see him there. I thought that was did interesting. Did he bust into, I'm a mechanical, mechanical boy, <laughs> like a mechanical <laughs> toy? No, he didn't do that. He didn't but, do that. But uh, it was very interesting to see him. Now, however, Kevin Costner okay. in this movie is horrible. Now, he is terrible. He makes no attempt at an accent. He no. makes no attempt to actually... It feels to me he's like Keanu in that Dracula, Bram Stoker's <laughs> Dracula. It's like someone... It's like they're making a movie about someone... Like some like frat boy from from the Midwest is like dumped into the Robin Hood story well, because there was no attempt by him. And no. then he's surrounded by like when when little John comes on, it's like, oh, yeah, he feels like he, right. he belongs in this right. world. And like 
And he's Most... got the thick accent, I'm real John. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then there's Kevin Costner saying, tell me, little John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And... And also, just I don't know. He just his his line readings were so dull. Yeah, and people just, hated him. I didn't oh. hate him. I I obviously he's not doing the accent. Obviously, but it's more than that. I, I know. I know. People. He, just he was making hated no him. attempts to be of the time, or I don't know. It was just I, for me. It was a mess, and it just like. How can you enjoy the movie that's Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? If you hate Robin when Hood. When Robin Hood is just like, yeah, you hate him and he's a joke. And it's like, I don't know what, I don't know what, because clearly I think it was important to him, must have been in some way. I don't know what I he think thought he, probably, he was my doing. My guess is he probably couldn't pull off the accent or felt like he couldn't pull off the accent and said, well, I remember the big deal was he wasn't going to wear tights. Do you remember this? That was a big part of the. <laughs> really? That, oh, yeah. That was like, it was like, I will not wear tights. So. Although he was willing to be naked in a waterfall. Yes, but wearing tights, there's no dignity in the tights. Right. right. So he, yeah. he wanted the leather cool pants, right? Right. Yes. And I think that prob- that probably is what happened with the accent. It's like, same with Alan Rickman. It's like, we'll do this movie, but it's going to have to be the way we want to do it. Yeah, I guess. So he's just like Alan Rickman. He's just as good as Alan Rickman. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. He's not. He was he was horrible. So now, that was But and, here's the and thing. I believe he won the Golden Raspberry or whatever do you, for worst actor. Do you hate Kevin Costner? So just say it. No. But I, there, I love Field of Dreams. Okay. I love Dances with Wolves. But I love Bull Durham. Big... Those are three great movies that he fits in. But do you love him or do you hate him? Because I no, find I that hate people him. hate Kevin Costner. Oh, really? I mean, I yeah, there's a line that I've noticed. People just do not like him. And maybe it's because of this movie. Yeah. Maybe, it's, maybe this is part of it. This would, now that I've seen this, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> but I never had that feeling. I never had that, like, yeah, I've known many people who said, oh, I will not go see a Kevin Costner. It was around this time when he was in everything and all of his movies were huge and Dances with Wolves and this. and Yeah, he, he had just... a great run. And then he did this in Waterworld. <laughs> he te- re-teamed up with the director to do Waterworld. Which I also like. <laughs> okay, which I haven't seen. Maybe you can make <laughs> oh, me watch that. Oh, wait a minute. Future episode. Uh, no, that's another. It sounds like that's another two okay, and a half hour waste let's of my time. take Kevin Costner performance out of this let's <laughs> that take, would be amazing let's take kevin costner's performance out of this and let's look at the movie so okay. you're telling me that you sat and watched this movie that was two and a half hours of excitement stuff was happening there were it was the story of but robin hood was it yes here's here's what i'll say they, the, wait the, a minute. You so Kevin Costner didn't do the accent, but you know what he did do? What did he do? He Ken? ran across a line of horses and jumped on his own and took off. Yeah, he did that. Do you that's not enough for you? Oh, but oh, he no. didn't get the accent right. If that's the bar. <laughs> I'm sorry. For like an enjoyable you movie. You show me the actor that's running across the horse's back and jumping on another horse and taking off. No, they don't do that. He was committed. To yeah, you know what? Because it's cruelty to horses. No. We'll talk about cruelty to animals when we talk about your movie later. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> um, look, here's what I'll say. I think overall the the writing in this movie is horrible. It's okay. bad. It's okay. bad writing, Ken. You know it is. It's bad writing. The dialogue just like lies there, and it's a lot of stuff like, um, "I'm not afraid of the ghosts. I'm afraid of becoming a ghost." Something like that. We either take our chance with the ghosts, like Sherwood Forest apparently has ghosts, right, in right, it, which are actually just a bunch of chimes. 
and people hiding out there to scare people away. Um. So anyway, so yeah, so, it was old timey dialogue. Okay, mm, deal with no, it. No, 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 it wasn't old timey. It was just <laughs> poor writing. But it, but I will say yes. that this, the whole sequence where they're rescuing the people who are about to be hung mm-hmm. was very exciting. Yes, and interesting. And 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 really fun and had yeah, a lot like of surprises the, and, and twists and turns like oh no this thing the, went wrong it was a heist thing went wrong. there was the cool heist aspect of it yeah right? like so that was really in. exciting that was well done the onslaught when they were attacked and when there's, there's giant oh, balls yeah. of fire yeah the fireballs yeah fireballs awesome. and everything and the the Celts or what are the Celtic <laughs> yeah the people are yeah the, weren't they great are coming in uh, come attacking on. you didn't like the whole man my voice is really cracky today you didn't like the whole you didn't like the whole thing about that 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 the uh <sighs> No, I didn't like the whole thing. I didn't like the whole thing. But there was the whole like supernatural aspect of it. There was the witch that was that was sort of involved. There was the devil worshipping crew that was sort of involved. I loved all that. And the and the the religious leader, what is he? The Pope? The he wasn't the Pope. He would have been like the cardinal or the right. bishop or the whoever priest. he was. He was basically but the he, priest. The yeah. priest was in on it, and he was part of the deal. I loved all of that aspect. And and he and Robin Hood's sitting there and he says to the priest, he says, I can't believe any of this is true. And the priest looks him in the eye and says, I asked your father three times if he worshipped the dark one. Because his answer vexed me so grievously. And then Robin Hood looks him in the eye and he says, you lie. And then he's about to bust out of there. And then the prince comes in and there's that cool battle and he cuts him in the face and he chops the rope and he pulls himself up to the bell tower and he escapes. Come on. That's Robin Hood. You didn't like that. What was that chandelier? That's what Are sort of you good kidding? gear was that? That happens that... all the time. They cut the rope and the chandelier falls on the bad guys. So he if it happens backwards. all the time, what was so he exciting about it? He did it backwards because he held the other end of the rope and let it pull him up to the bell tower. You were looking for things to hate in this movie. Because if that happened in any other movie set in this time, you'd be fine with it. Oh, please. I can't believe you. One thing that was surprising to me was how violent this movie was. Yes. It was really violent. It was it was violent to the degree there was a lot that, of it, that it felt like it didn't fit the tone mm-hmm. of it. You know, it felt like it was too violent for sort of the fun, lighthearted tone. And maybe they were trying to go for something darker, but then they didn't go all the way. It was a little I don't know. It was a really mixed that bag of tones. Feel, I'm thinking back. It, I'm trying to think of what what was super violent. It was, I mean, just like lots of death and blood and sword yeah, slashing, a, and people were just like, "Yeah, it was a difficult time." <laughs> it was a difficult. We're not going to candy coat this. Those two and a half hours were a difficult time. Oh, cinco! For I me. just wish you could enjoy yourself. Just go to. How can you not go and like Robin Hood? Just go watch a Robin Hood movie. Isn't it I, fun? The Errol Flynn version. Ugh. Love, love that version. The Disney version. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this version. Here's here's another question for me. And I don't know if we should we should go through the plot or or uh I don't think talk about to. it but but like the end plot is that the evil guy wants to marry like the princess, right? And it's like we're rushing to stop him from marrying her. How do you do that after the princess bride? This movie took place like 10 years after the princess bride, which did a beautiful job of it and a send up and it was hilarious and it's the same thing and so then they're asking us to take this Sort of thing seriously after the Princess Bride? Yeah. I don't know. It was it was an odd choice considering. I don't know. Because originally don't... I felt like, wait, did this somehow happen before the Princess Bride? <laughs> no, no. I did my research. It happened <laughs> afterwards. 
No, I don't know. I th- I mean, to me, they're so different. I just really like the the idea that they went for an old fashioned swashbucklery kind of mo- is that a word swashbucklery? Sure, it is now swashbucklery kind of movie, and and they did it. I felt like they did it. They gave you so many of the things that you wanted to see in a Robin Hood story. They gave you all the all the elements that you know, and they they created like a cool adventure. There were like excitement. There was excitement in all the scenes. I thought. I liked it. I liked it. I liked Robin Hood. Kill me. I think I think you're right. I think what it is is it's all the elements. But for me, it didn't form a cohesive mm. whole. I think there were a lot of stuff where it's like, oh, this is fun and this is really cool. And and I really like the little John character yeah. a lot. One, one thing I'll say that also bugged me about this is the way that Robin Hood defeats little John and the way he defeats the Sheriff of Nottingham. Mm-hmm. It's like his whole strategy is like, he has to count on the cockiness of the people attacking him because it's like they both because have to have a he's, moment. He's not cocky. He's he's not. No, he is. That yeah, was his whole is. thing. He was supposed to be. And that was also weird. They were they were trying to play that he was like he this, was this bad boy. When he, was he was a younger, bad boy. But now he's very noble because you know why? He saw the war. The Crusades taught me that. Remember that yeah. line? Crusades taught me that. No, I remember that. So I guess he'd already changed by the beginning of the movie, but he seemed like. Yeah. And now he comes back home, a changed person. And now he's got a face the biggest but you know what i'm saying i want robin hood to be able to defeat someone with his wits and his ability not count this on the a softer gentler robin hood. <laughs> not count on the fact that little john just defeated him and then said yes and then robin hood comes out of the water and punches him in the crotch <laughs> and then and then the sheriff of nottingham like how he defeats the sheriff of nottingham the nottingham has him and he has the sword and he says like and now here i go i'm gonna thrust this sword into you hey what's going on <laughs> and he like turns to marion and then Coster just pulls a dagger out of his butt and then and then stabs him yes. in the heart. It's just sort of it was cheap. How about that death scene? Oh yeah. Rickman yeah. died for about four minutes. Oh yeah, on, at the window screen. and everything. <laughs> and yeah. Hey, he did it the way he wanted he to did. do it. He did. That was he the made way he it did memorable. It. Now, let's take a minute and I'm gonna jump to your side with uh Christian Slater. Oh my god. That was rough. Love. That was not great. No. And I don't really know what that why they did that. I I they want it felt to me like they were just trying to get a young actor in there probably. to get the younger like there's only the only way we'll get teenagers to watch this is if we have Christian get, Slater. Get one in of those it. kids from Young Guns. Yeah. Right? Was he in Young Guns? I don't know. It feels like he was. Maybe he was he in was. Heathers and know. Pump Up the Volume, I oh, think. Yes, Pump that, Up the Volume. Time, he was like the rebel, Yeah, right? he was. Yeah. And he was very rebellious in this. But it it was strange and what yeah, when he said he was the half-brother, that was <laughs> weird. I will say that I identified with uh, Robin Hood when he found out he had this half-brother he'd never known. Oh, yes. Because I... that happened to me yes, it recently. Did. Thank you, 23andMe. <laughs> I, uh, did, gave... it, did it end as nicely as the Robin Hood movie did? <laughs> yeah, about. I mean, I don't know. Did they end up as friends? Yeah, they were buddies. Oh, yeah. Then no. <laughs> Yours ended about the time Robin Hood shot him in the hand. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was so about it's a rough. It. It's rough, and then yeah, I guess you yeah, just stick it out of your dog. Yeah, right? it's like yeah, yeah. So I gave my DNA to Twenty Three and Me, and I I just checked all the boxes. And I thought like, why not? Just like oh, there's there, why not. Yeah, there won't be things. Hey, I listeners, find out. there's why not. Yeah. So so be careful. So so anyway, it turns out that my dad. But this is before. He was married to my mom. Wait, did your dad worship the dark one? <laughs> <Is> that... <laughs> you lie. You lie. Um, 
so anyway, he had a fling, I guess, and he fathered this child. And uh, it's getting deep on the podcast. I today. know it is. I guess we'll, we'll f- see whether or not we actually include this. But <laughs> but um, I'm uncomfortable. But then I found out like he reached out and contacted me, and then it's like, oh yeah, he's my literal half brother. Yeah, I found one as a result of 23andMe, and so he reached out to me and he wanted to know, you know, about my dad and what he was like, and so I told him right. I mean, he, he was very much like robin hood's dad right he was like a noble guy oh, he, he was he, he was, was a manly man, man. my he dad hunted was to- many an animal totally like he was a warrior loxley whatever his name yeah. was yeah yeah absolutely and so i filled him in on all that stuff and then the messages just got kind of weird <laughs> just i feel like it was like he'd sent some late at night when he was under the influence of stuff and right it was just weird and it was just yeah, th- that'll do. That's enough. <laughs> that was enough. Yeah, it's like nice, to, you know. So Will Scarlet. Yeah. Yeah. I. You get it. I. It's nice to know. Yeah. That you exist. And... But there was no sequel to that movie. There no. was no Robin Hood and his brother. Yeah, I wonder if they were trying to set that up oh, with Will Scarlet. Right. But as the you movie know... was actually super successful uh, financially. Yeah, I think, I think so, it was right? a massive hit. But... Because people loved it and it was fun. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I found the movie fun. And I went with it, and I had a good time. And I'm sorry you didn't, and I'm sorry you can't in life do that. <laughs> I can in life. Here's here's my recommendation, Ken. Yeah. I'm going to give you a list of movies that I think are really great that I haven't seen. <laughs> and then you watch them. Okay. And then you make me watch them. Because right now, all you're finding these like mediocre... That's the mo- point. <laughs> I, these aren't the best movies in the world. These are movies that you should be able to just enjoy. I'm trying to get you to like movies that aren't all classics. Right. Just watch movies that people watch. Can't you do that for once in your life? I know. I guess I'm incapable. I guess that's what we're proving right now. <laughs> I think so. We've proven it so far. Oh, all right. Enough of I that. I apologize. Enough of that. Enough of that. Let's get into another movie. Yes. Set in the world of knights and horses. And maidens. And maidens and weapons. Uh, and uh, the comedy classic, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And the Holy Grail. What did you think, Ken? All right. So this movie, how have I not seen this movie, right? Because I've been hearing about this movie since I was 12. I'm sure. Right? That feels like six, That's seventh, when I saw it. That's when six, I saw it. Sixth, seventh, eighth grade is about the time when I started hearing everybody talk about this movie. And, and since then, I've been hearing, quote, hearing people quote this movie right over and over and over so i knew going in like i'm gonna know a lot of of what's happened i'm gonna a lot of this is gonna be familiar um but i tried to just set that aside yes and i will say i have tried uh, in the past i've started to watch this movie and then i get a couple minutes in and i bail hmm. just i it's just it's, it's like, just I'm not, not your right, i'm not in the right mood okay. it's not the right time but this i mean i haven't done this in many many years i haven't taken a look at this movie so I sat down, I put it on, I'm ready to to take it all in, and I realized something. What? Like 12 years old? Yeah, that's about when you should see this movie. Oh, please. This movie is so stupid. What? It is the dumbest, <gasps> stupidest waste of time that there is. What? It is. So you think, so your quote, yes. the poll quote, for Monty Python and the Holy Grail, is yes. this is the dumbest, stupidest waste of time. Yes. 
That's my quote. Now you are so wrong. Oh, I know I'm wrong because I also did the research. And really what I was trying to find was like, why do people like this movie? And I really do think it's like, it's something that everybody saw when they were 12, Mm -hmm. 13. And yes, of course, this is gold for a 12 year old. It's just gold. Everything. And then you've just hung on. That's what it is. No. That's what it is. Okay. Let's talk. I'll tell you, first of all. Uh, Go ahead. I'm going to tell you, I s- did see this first when I was 12 years old. Literally. I know. That was exactly the year that I saw it. However, there was so much that I didn't understand, right? I didn't appreciate so much of it when I was 12, but I right. still loved the movie, right? And we could talk about the things. I mean, to me, it's like classic scene after classic scene, oh classic scene. And there's gosh. a tiny little lull in the middle, maybe, at Castle Anthrax. And then, well, it's then so- we power back in. But but just to, and, and but it is true. It may have to do with my love of the Marx Brothers as oh well. Oh, my it's gosh. Like when you watch you- the Marx Brothers. I'm watching this, and I'm like, because if I hadn't watched the Marx Brothers movie, I would be asking myself, how does Cinco like this? <laughs> well, the only reason he likes this is because he likes the Marx Brothers. Right, it's no, the same of- thing. And also, I have seen your movies that you made when you were a kid. Yes, and you were trying to make these movies. I was. Do you know why? Because you can make these movies. They don't make any sense. All you have to do is slap together a few scenes that are corny and filled corny? with jokes. Yes. So Monty Python's corny. Yes. They're anything but corny. Really? They are brilliant. They are comedic <sighs> geniuses. And here's, I'll just give you a little background. Okay. My story, because because I discovered Monty Python when I was in middle school. I was like 11 or 12. They showed it on PBS Sunday nights. Sure. At like 1030. So there's nothing else to watch. <laughs> well, my whole family's in bed. Right. And I would come out and watch Monty oh, Python. And I didn't want them. Out. Yeah, I'd sneak out and watch it. And then the next Monday, like my friends and I were having lunch. We'd, we'd talk about like what right. happened in that episode. And this is like years after the episodes had already originally right, right. aired. But this is just the, this is when we were all discovering them. Yeah. And it was also not letting my parents know because sometimes there were naughty things. Right, right, right. <laughs> I didn't want them to, 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 right, to, to catch me watching this show that had naughty bits in it. Right, but, right. but so, yes, I think you have a certain point with the fact that I did discover Monty Python when I was 12. Yeah. And because I, that was a, a part of my no, childhood. No, I totally and get I'd it. It makes to sense. them in a certain way. But... I watched this again. But you started when you were 12. You loved it when you were 12. Yeah, I'm but telling I, was a pre- I laughed as a 40, so much at this whatever, movie. I laughed out loud so much at this movie when I just watched it the other uh, because night. Because it's, it's bringing you back to those feelings. If you're me and you've heard all, if you've heard people over and over, uh, the Knights of Knee, ah, we're the Knights of Knee, and you don't get knee. it. You, oh my gosh. Knee! It's annoying, right? When you hear people just doing it and going on and on. No, and I've on. always been annoyed by that. Like, and then, like college dining halls, were right? Just like and so then you go and watch it, and you've seen a lot of movies, and you know all the. It's hard to enjoy this movie. It is hard to, to watch it this late in life because it's pretty stupid. Okay, now let's go back. No, there are some Take things me that through I laughed. It. I did laugh, and I was I, I was hopeful for a while. I really was. Mm-hmm. So we start. And we've got the wacky credits. Yes. I will tell you, I'm I'm a little nervous at this point. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, this is going to be a long, not a long movie, but it's feeling long already. You know, there weren't wacky credits before then. You know, this is like the okay. first. Okay, that's fine. Okay. I, You know, I'm not back in time watching this, so I'm watching it now. Right. So, wacky credits, I'm a little nervous. So, now we've got King Arthur, and he's meeting 
I mean, he's uh, trying to find people to join his court. Yes. And I've seen this part before, right? And You've he seen comes the coconuts. over the hills, and he's got the, and he's got the coconuts, and you know, ha ha, it's, it's funny, <laughs> son of a. It's bee. funny, sure, it's funny. <laughs> now, then they start talking about how the coconuts got there, right? And, and the, the sparrows, bird, and yeah. and that was funny. We have ridden since the snows of winter covered this land through the kingdom of Mercia. Through where'd you get the coconuts? We found them. Found them. In Mercia, the coconut's tropical. What do you mean? Well, this is a temperate zone. The swallow may fly south with the sun, or the house martin or the plover may seek warmer climes in winter, yet these are not strangers to our land. Are you suggesting coconuts migrate? Not at all. They could be carried. What? A swallow carrying a coconut? It could grip it by the husk. It's not a question of where he grips it. It's a simple question of weight ratios. A five-ounce bird could not carry a one-pound coconut. Well, it doesn't matter. Right? And I'm like, okay, that's funny. I've kind of heard it, but it's funny. It yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, they, and the fact that they just go on and on about the details of, well, if it had a string. No, no, no. They couldn't <laughs> hold the husk, right? And that's really, that's funny. But I'm not laughing out loud. Okay. Because I'm a little, like, yeah. I'm thinking back to my friends doing this skit over and over and over. So... So, but that's funny. So I'm like, okay, let's go on to the next scene. What's what's next? Bring now we got dad. bring out your dad. Okay, like to me, everything starts off as kind of a groaner because I've just they're all they're all old jokes that I've heard done these routines. So yeah, bring but it's out not your, fair to like I hold understand. that against it. I understand. And also, I will say that like this scene felt more authentic than anything that was in Robin Hood. Just like the mud and the muck, and it just like it felt All like right. we were, were not comparing movies. We're, I'm just I'm just pointing it, it out. It was very muddy and mucky. So they bring out the dead, and <laughs> okay, it's funny. And that started to grow on me. That scene started to grow on me when when he was like, "No, I'm feeling better." Yeah, and he right? starts singing. And he's like, and... "No, no, I'm fine." That was really funny. So I liked that. And then the button where he knocks him out, like I didn't love that. It just kind of I didn't. Then you yeah. realize, oh, these are just sketches. These are just sketches that don't really f- go anywhere they right we're not moving a story you're not forward. moving the story forward but they just so then they just knock him out yeah why they do it who knows i don't know why they just want to get rid of the guy yeah nothing so it's again it's interesting to me that you who is so concerned about story is okay with these movies that are just like you know one scene that means some, you know these scenes that don't mean anything yeah but i think it's for me it's the intent the intent is they are they are deconstructing the medieval movie. They're See, taking it apart. And boy, that was the right. I gave you a medieval movie that was trying to reconstruct it, you know, after many years of not really doing movies like that. And they, you know, they didn't do a great job. No. And so you were, they didn't. you were angry because <laughs> you like it deconstructed. I like it. Deconstructed, and I was trying to construct it. Again. Okay. <laughs> so, so bring out your dead. It was kind of funny. So I'm, so two yeah. scenes now I've, I've, Right. Smile. They've laughed yeah. a little bit. Okay. Uh, now there's the scene. I don't. The scene where they're walking and he says, "You old woman." Oh yeah. Right. Man. M- man. And that was kind of funny. And he says, "You know, well, I didn't know you. You could have called me by my name. I didn't know your name. Yeah. Call me Dennis, right?" Yeah. And there's that joke which they use a lot, which yes. is like this noble regal setting, and they give him a goofy, silly name, silly name. So like Tim. Tim. Right. Tim the sorcerer. By which... the time that came around, it's like. 
we've heard this joke yeah. so many times. We use that joke, by the way, in Bubble Boy with Gil. Yes, we do. Yes, yes we do. <laughs> so, so I didn't love that. I, I but the thing start... about the, I'm being oppressed. I'm being oppressed. That was funny. The system. I'm be... because Did you some... see me being oppressed? <laughs> that was yeah. funny. See, and that's the other problem. Like when I hear people talking about it, it's annoying, but I do enjoy like the enthusiasm and I can see sort of what they saw in it. But yeah. watching the movie, I had a hard time seeing it because I'm not 12. Okay. And <laughs> what? so now we're at the Black Knight. <sighs> yes. Wait. That was the point where you lost interest in this movie? Just, That's amazing. That's so I've funny. I've seen that so many times. I know, you know, it's just it's just a flesh wound. I've heard so many dads do that bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's hard. It's hard. Right. To But I think can you at least can you admit Yes. that it, it is your experience of watching this movie is tainted. Totally. Yeah. And that's a, that's unfortunate. That's it sad. Is. So, right, so that, I, nothing new there. I I knew the jokes. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's just, conceptually, it's so great. And okay. it's so funny. And they so, just take it so far. Yes, they do. And it's oh, funny. I love it. And so, okay. now we move on to the scene where the, they the bring witch. in the witch. <gasps> that was a great scene. That's a great scene. That was my favorite thing in the movie. Yeah. And, and it was when they were talking to, when he was trying to explain how you know the difference between yeah. a witch. Tell me, what do you do with witches? <laughs> and what do you burn apart from witches? Four witches! What? So, why do witches burn? Good. <laughs> and then there's somehow it's like so how is the is she lighter than a duck and like they just went so far backwards around like you thought you knew where they were going and they didn't and it was funny and the people were so confused oh, it was really really funny the I, three of them like john cleese and eric idol and i think it's pale in there just like their enthusiasm <laughs> wanting to burn like Cleese yes. goes nuts. I, I encourage anyone who like loves this movie to watch that scene again and watch Cleese in that because his insanity, his enthusiasm for wanting to burn the witch is so great. Yeah. And it's delightful. And and it's that's a fun scene. It is a great scene. And I would say if you are a person like me who kind of groans at this and who hasn't hasn't done it and is like nervous, just YouTube that scene because it's really funny. Yeah. That was my favorite part of the movie. And then she's like, she is a witch, right? She does, <laughs> she ends up weighing the same. Right, right. The same as, same as a duck, duck. And she's like, it's a fair cop. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. Now we have the musical number. Ah, right. I'm not a fan Come of the on. musical number. We are the night, Knights of the Round Table. No. 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 Huh. I just feel like I'm like at lunch in middle school and the guys are singing that song and and they're all in on the joke and it's so funny and I think there's just a lot of resentment there from is you. there's a lot of resentment but it, here's the thing let's I I had similar feelings toward Dungeons and Dragons because mm-hmm. these same kids were talking about Dungeons and Dragons yes I was and yes they were and recently well not too recently but a few years back you said, hey, let's get a D&D game together with our kids. Let's get our sons And we in. had our yeah. sons, and we brought them in, and there was a little part of me that was nervous. 
Yeah. There's a little part of me that's like, oh no, is he going to start singing the Knights of the Round Table song while we're playing? Like, did you I think feel, that? I feel like we're in the same world. <laughs> and we played D and D, and it was awesome. It was one of the best experiences. Okay, just settle down, Dungeon Master. It was great. It was. I'm just happy. It yeah. was, wasn't it? It was one of the best experiences. Oh no, I ever. loved it. It was great. And our boys were playing, and we were playing together, and it was felt so real. And we, after the games, I would drive home with my son, and we would talk about it. Oh, and when the dragon came, we were like, it happened. It yeah. was like we really experienced it. So I understand geeking out and like being a part of something that you know is is like this. But I just can't. I can't. Do it. I you just can, yeah. didn't enjoy it. And we'll quickly go through the... I mean, what else happened in this movie? The French castle? I did not like oh. the French castle. All the insults? Oh, no. Once a character starts raspberrying <laughs> and, like, sh- like doing nanny nanny, I just, like... Uh, it just got oh. so silly and so... And then they're launching, catapulting cows out at them. You didn't find that hilarious? No, I thought that was so I funny. I didn't. I mean, again... In the late 70s, early 80s, and if I'm 12, sure. And the whole Trojan horse thing with the rabbit? Like Trojan rabbit? No. No? Oh. No. There was a funny moment when they build this Trojan horse, and they're like, and so now what's going to happen? Now we're going to pop out. It's <laughs> yeah. like, wait, who's going to pop out? And they're outside, obviously, talking yeah. about how they, Yeah, that was, that was funny, but it was just, it was a rough, it was a rough time for me. You know, I I'm think sorry. of it a lot like when I showed my kids uh, the original Superman movie. They were a little too old. I waited a little too mm. long and they'd seen other superhero movies. And for me, I'm like, no, this is the best. This is the best Superman, right? This is Superman. And, for and them, it is. And for them, boy, watch it again. It is like an hour before he becomes the Superman. The pacing is very slow. So yeah. it's slow. It's different. It's weird. And they will admit, oh, no, no, there was there were cool things in it, but it's hard to get through. And that's how I felt with this movie. There were some really funny moments. But it was just hard to get through. I guess so. Because I love, like, Brave Sir Robin with the minstrel, who's Neil Innes from the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band, by the way. I don't understand the, song. the words you're saying, but <laughs> sure. Bravely bold Sir Robin brought forth from Camelot. He was not afraid to die. Oh, brave Sir Robin. He was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. Brave, 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 brave Sir Robin. And then... Uh, Castle Anthrax for me is just sort of is a miss. That whole s- yeah. section wasn't great. But Lancelot coming to the wedding and killing what? everybody in the that wedding, like coming yeah. so violently, and that one shower takes sh- him forever. That was really really funny and really well done because that got me. That one hundred percent got me. Oh. They kept cutting to the same <coughs> clip, Shot. and he's a hundred yards away, oh. and he's not even close. And that same dumb music, whatever and the guys are just watching, and then they do that fast cut, and he's right there, and he just starts killing everybody. Oh, and he kills that everybody. Was, that was funny. He kicks I, the bride in the chest. He just like, and just it's so funny. And, and I, then he finds it's a guy. And that whole speech with the father son speech. No. I didn't like that, but I did like the, him telling the guards to wait. Oh, yeah. That was funny. Guards! Make sure the prince doesn't leave this room until I come and get him. Not to leave the room, even if you come and get him. No, no. Until I come and get him. Until you come and get him, we're not to enter the room. No, no. You stay in the room and make sure he doesn't leave. And you'll come and get him. Yes. Right. We don't need to do anything apart from just stop him entering the room. No, no. 
Leaving the room. Leaving the room, yes. All right. Uh, can he leave the room with us? No, no, no. no. You just keep him in here. I'll make sure. Oh, we... yes, we'll keep him in here, obviously. But if he had to leave and we weren't no, with him... Just keep him in here. Until you or anyone else... No, not anyone else. Just me. Just you. Get back. Get back. Right? Right. We'll stay here until you get back. And uh, make sure he doesn't leave. What? And see, this is what's so frustrating is I'll talk about it and, and it, it's, well, funny. it's funny, but watching that movie was tough. I just didn't, I didn't love it. T- but come bits. on, Tim the Sorcerer and he's like blowing things up and everybody's so impressed like with what he's doing. He's just doing he's it just for show. Stuff yeah, he's up. just doing it for show and they're all super impressed. And then the bunny, the rabbit, come on. Well, that was I. I could. I will tell you that my head almost exploded when I said. And yes, I was twelve. Right. But that I still think stands up as sort no, of. No, that's so funny. funny. I found a problem with that because I obviously I know that bunny is coming, and I uh, I think they kind of ruined it with the 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 castle. They did the same joke, sort of with the, him storming the castle and killing everybody. Oh, like to me it was very similar beat. It's like, oh. We don't expect anything, and then all of a sudden he just violently oh, kills everybody. Oh, an onslaught of violence. So it was yeah. sort of that same beat again. Huh. So I wasn't super. And yeah, I just. Huh. And I know, and it's weird because you everybody loves this movie, but there are some people who just don't, and I think I'm one of those people. And you know, if we look at the Marx Brothers experience, I think you would have known that this isn't my kind of movie. This sort of like. Yeah. A bunch of funny scenes stuck together. Well, it was crazy to me that you revealed you hadn't really seen any Monty Python. You'd never watched the show. Nope. You've never watched Holy Grail. No. I haven't seen Life of Brian. Life of Brian actually is a better movie. It well, actually that, has more of a story that's that That's what moves. I sort of have been reading as I've yeah, been it's Yeah. It's maybe not quite as funny, but it's a it's a better structured movie. Right. You know? And uh, but meaning of life is all just it's basically the TV show just strung together on the big screen. Yeah, it's a bunch of of sketches. Right. And have you seen Faulty Towers? I can't remember. <sighs> I think you showed me one episode, and it was very funny. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Funny. I mean, I highly recommend to everybody out there if you haven't seen Life of Brian to see Life of Brian. If you haven't watched Faulty Towers, watch Faulty Towers. I mean. But look, I know I'm in the minority here. And I remember after we did our, our podcast about uh, The Sandlot, a lot right. of people came up to me and said, what is wrong with Cinco? How does he not <laughs> like that movie? And I know that's going to be your experience after this comes out because people are going to say, what is wrong with Ken? He doesn't like money. Like, everybody likes this movie. I do not like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. And, you know, I think I hadn't seen any Monty Python because I think I could feel that it yeah, just wasn't. I think wasn't, you knew that it wasn't going to be your thing. It wasn't my thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, bummer. It is subjective. Comedy is subjective. It is. But, objectively, this is one of the great comedies. I, apparently it is. That's what everybody says. <laughs> of all time. So, yeah. I don't know. People out there who aren't Monty Python fans, I don't know. Drop me a line. Let's form a club. <laughs> Because I think there's got to be like 10 of us. The knights who do not say me. The knights who do not say me. And that, I will tell you, I never got. Like, I'm watching the movie, and most of the things, it's like, I, I you, you you get it, yeah. but you just don't, I just didn't find it funny. That, I didn't get that. Well, that's not one of my favorite things in the movie, actually. I kept it's feeling just like, silly. am I missing something? It's just silly. It's just silly. silly. It's just silly. That's what I thought it was, but then I've, I've heard that so many times. I'm it's feeling fun like, to go, knee. 
That's why. Wait, wait, wait. I think I'm that's sorry. how that survived. What, what, what was that last sentence? It's fun. It's to... fun to say, me. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, so um, we did it. We watched two movies. At least now I can say I've seen. Yes. And at least now I can say I've seen Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. But you won't say no that. One, I will, you yeah, will never say that. I will deny it till the day I die. <laughs> And uh, so thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow us online. We have a Facebook page for Make Him Watch It. We also on Twitter. I'm Syncopedia. And what are you? K Dario. K Dario. That's. And uh, we'll talk to you again on Make, Make Him Watch It. it. Make Him Watch It. Make Him Watch It. There's lots of movies.